0: Are we here are we live are we beautiful Thanks so Ooh. Oh. we need some background music what's the background music good morning everybody good morning everybody good morning shout out to elon musk underscore one i was gonna be his first fan and then he told me to unfollow him on tiktok can you imagine guy's mad <laughs> Um, think i'm gonna have to do lo-fi huh? i just do lo-fi i know you hate it you No, know it breaks your heart every time i play it but it's just, it just works <laughs> it does make me want to go to sleep though i'm not gonna cap Irrefutable. But, welcome in. He said, "I can't hear Seryan. Did you mute yourself in Discord, Seryan?" No. Yeah, I don't think. Hello,
1: hello. Didn't say nothing.
0: Yeah, I was like, Seryan wasn't talking. (laughs) What's up, Viva? And you gave him the red tag. Listen yes let me give him a di- i don't know if you want me to give him another one all i have is purple but i don't wanna let me see if i have that option right now no i won't do it right now <laughs> I, I don't, I don't like... want to be here
1: upsetting people huh? <laughs> i don't want to be upsetting people in the first five minutes
0: i know right unfollowed sorry about yesterday the storm knocked out our internet till nine no you're good it was just funny because you just—it was your person was just sitting there. I was like, "That yeah, well," I was like, it was like nothing I could do about it." That's how—that's how I took it. So when we do—we do be mad about it. We just kept on pushing on. Kept pushing on. Hopefully, everything—hopefully everything is better. That's all I care about. How you feeling, Serian? Yeah, I'm good, I'm all right. How was work?
1: Um, Yeah, it was all right. Just loads of meetings today.
0: You said nothing but meetings?
1: Yeah, pretty much. Just nothing but sound and listen today.
0: I thought that was your favorite Just continue kind of doing what I've been doing. Did you have one of those Zoom calls where at the end of it they, they asked, does anybody have any questions? And literally everybody I had questions,
1: but yeah, about four, four of my meetings today. That's
0: crazy to me. I always hate when they say, do you have questions at the end? Cause I'm always like, how do you guys have questions? You just talked for like eight hours, (laughs) but it's good to see you, sir. Welcome in guys. The special friends podcast episode two. The first one was botched. Sorry, Viva. Sorry that you had to be the test dummy. And uh, get the shitty pot. But it's okay. We'll bring you back with a with a good one. He's what your favorite color. My favorite color is blue, my guy. As you see my blue pin. But we're doing it today with my man Syrian. Again, Special Friends Podcast. It's a regular podcast. except The only difference is that we bring on a different co-host every time. So today we got my man Syrian. I think we got some pretty decent topics he said he's excited about the topics but you know i can never tell he's yeah. so even keel could be all right but don't
1: give anything away
0: i think before we get into the topics i gotta i gotta i gotta ask you introduce yourself let the people know who sirian is man who is sirian
1: i don't know if anyone knows the answer to that question <laughs> I can I have it remain a mystery I don't know you gotta ask me some questions some questions
0: first of all where did the name Sirion come from
1: um some MMO I was just pressing like shuffle on uh like the names that it gives you and it was close to one so I just kept it
0: was it um was it like? What does it mean? Does it mean anything? Have you ever looked at the definition?
1: No, it doesn't mean anything. Really? Yeah, I'll Google it now. I don't know if it comes up. What if nothing? It means something?
0: What's the verdict? That's like it has a meaning. You're cracking up.
1: <laughs> it doesn't have a meaning. I'm I'm
0: trying to think what the
1: red means. What does Woozy Lock Junior mean? Uh,
0: oh, what does Woozy Lock Junior mean? Simple. It means. I actually wrote about it. Woozy, like I said, this is it's just based off a character on um two characters off GTA. Uh, Wuze Mu was one of the uh, triad. Was the leader of the triad in GTA San Andreas, and was the um the most honest person in the game. He never faltered under any any amount of power. And OG Loke was just the guy that I guess you could say he was the underdog. That's the best way to explain him. OG Loke he was the underdog. So, you know, but when I asked you like, who's her? like, you know, where are you from? Okay. Yeah. yeah
1: all right. Like I'm from the UK name? 26. Nope. Um. I've never lived in a house. I guess I've only ever lived in what's an apartment.
0: A flat, as the kids call it.
1: A flat. Yeah. <laughs> but, well, not the kids, it's a week. We call it a flat as well.
0: You guys are all kids over there in
1: the UK. Uh I don't really remember it, but I've lived in three other countries. Okay. It's uh Cyprus, not uh Germany.
0: What was the what was the reasoning for the for the for the traveling? You got a family member in the military or something? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah,
1: exactly that, yeah. So um as I say I don't remember, I was quite young, but uh, I'd have to travel around, just whichever army base my dad was in at the time.
0: Special forces or what?
1: Uh, no, just army. Yeah.
0: Okay. Is it called the? That's what you guys call it, the army in, in the UK, too.
1: Uh, yeah. So there's there's army. I'd say that's like your foot sort of soldiers, mm-hmm. and you know, ground stuff like weapons, like tanks. Um, there's the navy, which is everything at sea, oh. and then like. The RAF, Royal Air Forces, planes, everything in the air.
0: See, so you guys, the Air Force sounds dope, because we got just the Air Force, but the Royal Air Force sounds fire. It makes it seem like everything's purple.
1: The Queen, the Queen is at the top of each military. For real? She's the head the head commander, yeah. Oh, really? Mm-hmm.
0: I thought she was just like a figurehead at this point. <laughs> I'm not even going to cap.
1: She, yeah, she's not actually going to be there like commanding soldiers in a battle, but... Ultimately all the ranks keep going up and the Queen's at the top.
0: So wait, I gotta ask you a question I'm thinking about it now. Is there gonna be another Queen or she like when she passed away they're like, oh, we're done with that
1: In theory it should go on to the next person on the throne, which would be
0: um, A king I think. think. Oh, okay. Okay. And at that point where you think it will go back to being like You'll control stuff or you'll still stick to Parliament?
1: It will stay as a parliament. Ultimately, the thing is, they make the decisions, they'll do the voting, they'll do all the hard work. Any laws that change, she, i.e. the queen, still has to um, sign it off, agree to it. But she's just going to sign it because she trusts that they're doing it. They've already made the decision that needs to be done.
0: Uh, So what uh, what if she vetoes?
1: then uh, it's up to her, isn't it? She has the last say.
0: Okay, so she basically like the quote, like our president. I just didn't know if she actually did anything. I'm like, I always hear the parliament is doing all this work, you know? But then they're like, the queen, I don't hear her doing nothing. I'm like, damn, she been hanging out, chilling.
1: Well, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> uh, she has the final say in everything, but doesn't uh, some other people do all the legwork in parliament?
0: She would never Kinda. veto anything. I I don't I don't believe that she'll never veto anything. I, I'm I just I would imagine they she probably wouldn't veto. She probably veto if it's like Mando. That would only happen if there was a war and we were cooked. You guys are cooked, Sit currently boiling. Well, you guys are cold right now, right? Freezing. Wait, is it cold or hot? You said it was raining, though. No?
1: 15 degrees celsius that is
0: so what like i don't know like 70 degrees fahrenheit for you guys 59 60. (laughs) people said but i'm sexy so that's cool hey that's hey like i said you you got a point you're sexy that i messed up am i meant to to answer your question ttv legendary we're not gonna play anything we're gonna do it this is like i said today's a podcast so it's gonna be all about like i said we got some topics i'm gonna talk about me and my man serian and uh that's what we're going to do, we're going to hang out too, have some good conversation my guy If you want to hang out, I appreciate you hanging out, but if not um, Tomorrow I will be playing more uh, Apex and things like that So, you know, you know, you know But, I think we should get into the first topic, you know Last, this Sunday, if you guys did know, I hope you guys fucking knew Because I hope you told your dad something It was Father's Day and, you know, Father's Day is about shout out to the dads out there. You know what I'm saying? The ones that are in our lives. So it's about the celebration of fathers out there, you know, guiding the family, holding it down for everybody. All different things, you know, a lot of dads sacrifice too. And we don't talk about it as often as we should sometimes, but that's okay. So in the in the spirit of that, I wanted to like ask Sirion, what's a moment you know, personal like either a personal dad moment, it could be like I said, something you maybe saw in a movie read in a book, or somebody else's dad you saw where you saw like someone that was a good dad to you. It could be more than one thing, but like what are like what are examples in your in your eyes as a, a great dad?
1: Um, there's lots of cliches that can go along with this. You might say somebody that will throw a ball teach you how to <laughs> Catch or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Um, I I don't know. Somebody that just supports you is there for you. Exactly. Uh,
0: um.
1: I, I guess my dad was always the hard one on me. But he kind of said, you know, when I was 18, he's like, "Oh yeah, you're an adult now. You know, do what you want. But if you fuck sign up, don't come crying to me about it."
0: <laughs> That's pretty dope.
1: Um, one one thing I think not maybe not uh, like uh, something that's necessarily great, but something stood up for me. I was looking the other day. Um, I had these letters that I found. So uh, kind of back on the subject, my dad was in the military. Uh, he served a tour in Afghanistan, mm-hmm. and I, I was about seven, eight years old, and I found all these letters that he'd written back to us. And I read through them again the other day, and it was really weird, so because I read them, you know, 18 years ago, now, when I received them, sort of thing, but looking at them again now, is really different. Uh, you know, he said, make sure that you eat all your dinner, make sure you do all these kind of things, you know, trying to drill these uh, values into somebody through a letter from the other side of the world, yeah. while he's in a war zone you know, still trying to make sure that I do my homework and stuff.
0: Yeah. So how do you feel about that, like looking back on it now? Obviously, in the moment, you're probably like, man, why is he? It's like, ah. but now probably like looking back on it. How do you feel about it?
1: Yeah, I guess. And as I say, it was quite hard on me, but I think that uh, there's a certain level of discipline that's that's learned. You know, I need, I know I need to work for things in life. I'm not just going to get things handed to me on a plate. You know, I think I'm very lucky that uh, he showed me a lot of things. You know, I, I went to the pub with him for my first drink as an adult. Oh, wow. I mean, I'd had a drink before, but not actually walk in. Didn't get ID'd, <laughs> which was the whole funniest part of it. It's like, great. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, it's 18 here. So we can go and you have to obviously you guys three more years. Um, yeah, I I mean, I I guess it's hard to say. It's hard to to say in words. (laughs) Dan, yeah, cheers, mate. Um, But it's, I I don't know what it's like to not have a dad, you know? So I can't, I guess I take it for granted
0: a little bit. There's nothing wrong with that. I mean, like I said, granted, you should take it. I wouldn't say you should take it for granted. You don't want to experience not having a dad. 'Cause I can't truly say I've never had um I can't truly say I've never had a dad. You got you gave me like some people some like don't get me wrong, like my biological father wasn't um in my life as much as he should have been. But to say I didn't have a dad or I should say to say I didn't have a father wouldn't be fair because my mom had got married maybe at when I was about four years old Which is like basically at the point where like, you kind of like get conscious And the guy that she married Shout out to Marvin He um He Definitely um Filled that role And I mean It sucks to s- I, Not sucks to say but I will go ahead and say it And put it on record that I don't think I'll be Half of a decent ass person if it wasn't for him And also my grandfather Who obviously did a lot of the day to day since my mom had got divorced from that man. So, when I, well, I don't know. I, like I said, like thinking about, like, say, like getting a letter from your dad and stuff like that, like, that shit's kind of hot. Like, that shit, that's, I think that's hella dope because it's like, dang. I've never experienced something like that. So I'm like, damn. I mean, especially, like, for him to be, like, still, like, Filling his role as a dad Like you know You make sure you do what You you know listen to your mom Do your homework And stuff like that Like Like nah Like There's My mom My mom usually had to be Both the disciplinarian And also The emotions So That's what That's kinda dope Shout out to Shout out to uh, Suryan's dad bro Goated Holding it down While in the war zone Holding it Holding the M4A1 Like hold on guys I gotta, I gotta I gotta write a letter to my son
1: well when he, when he came back we got call of duty for him as a game so here you go you can play this everyone's playing this and he was like I don't what the fuck do I want this I've, like, I've done it all before myself just never <laughs> played it
0: once I mean he has a point <laughs> yeah is there any other moments you think that you think that stand out <clears throat> Not really Cause I Let me see I'm, I I feel like I had one But when I was listening to yours I got entrenched yeah. Trying to think Trying to think Oh My friend's dad recently Granted it's a little thing But like the, I think the little things matter Like my friend's dad recently So basically my friend Wanted to go swimming And it's hot here it's like this last week it was like between one oh seven and one ten. So obviously it's extremely hot. Obviously. <laughs> so my my friend's my friend's uh, mom, he was he was asking he he had asked his mom something about his parents and his grandparents have a pool. She's like, What are you why are you asking about them? You're not going over to go swimming. You can't go over there go swimming. And I'm just like 43 degrees Celsius for everyone else. Shit. <laughs> and he was like, "You're not going over to go swimming." And he was like, like basically didn't make a, like didn't, did, basically didn't care really because that wasn't that wasn't his goal. And then his dad was like, "You didn't go to your grandparents' house and go swimming." And he was like, "Well, mom said I can't go." His dad was just like, you know, because in my head I'm thinking like your mom like yeah you listen to your mom. <laughs> his dad was like, CJ. You're 24. You're 24 years old. You don't have to listen to your mom. <laughs> and it still, it's stuff. It's stuff like that. When I think about it, like, damn. But yeah. you a lot, like, you know, because of like me, it's like I still kind of listen to my mom a little bit, a little bit. Because, like, obviously, it's my mom. But then I think about, like, at the end of the day, like, bro, you pay bills and don't even live with her. Like, if she tells you not to do something, that's just like to take with a grain of salt. Like, should I do it or not? Nah? <laughs>
1: do i want to bed tonight or not
0: yeah <laughs> or for me it's more like if i do it basically i'm not gonna have the conversation with my mom about it obviously you know now i know not to talk to her about this <laughs> uh, that's pretty funny i'm trying to think how about me ask you this Who who's your favorite tv dad i don't know if you watch television a lot do you have a favorite tv dad
1: Um I can't think of something that throws out the top of my head. I wouldn't mind uh what's his name? The Professor from the Powerpuff Girls. Give me some superpowers, I'll take that.
0: Okay, okay. The Professor. Dennasaur said Jim Carrey. Nice, nice, nice. I'm trying to think as a Dutch character? Yeah. dad see i'm always i see i'm kind of biased because like i said i'm always i'm, mm. I'm kind of raised by my grandparents so i think about like the grandpa and american dragon i don't know if you ever seen a jake uh, i'm gonna call him jake paul fucking jake long american dragon he had like a grandpa that was pretty dope in that movie in that show i think he was a dope role model
1: We <laughs> <laughs> need to be the same thing you could have a. Uh... Uh, splinter with the ninja turtles
0: that is true I said can we make that can we make that known your dad does not have to be your biological father for a fact (laughs) It doesn't like I said I mean everybody has a father figure well not everybody but most people have a father figure and that role is not always filled by your dad you know what I'm saying like mine was filled by my uh, stepdad and my grandpa so I think that was another thing my grandpa I think my grandpa was a moment that I had with my grandpa was funny because, okay, so this is a kind of a moment when I realized I should just start telling my grandparents, my and my parents stuff. You know, for a long time you're like, I can't tell anything; they're fucking go ballistic. So I was, I were like, I would like refuse to tell my grandparents I had lost my virginity. Well, my grandpa, I told, I didn't tell my grandma. I'm not telling her that, but I told my grandpa because he was one day he came to me like I was like 18 or 19. No. I had to be 19, 19, 19. He told me he's like, son, 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 come in my room. Come in my room. Sit down, sit down, sit down, pats on the bed. Sit down. Sit down. I sit down. He goes, Have you lost your virginity yet? And I'm just like, no. <laughs> lying. This straight line to him. No. <laughs> Why would I know Why would I do that? <laughs> he's like, that's good, that's good, that's good. He said, make sure you only lose your virginity. a woman you love i was like i did not listen to that at all i blew it i said i'm already i'm already negative one grandpa he was just like go ahead
1: i was gonna say i think my my parents approached me the same thing have you lost your virginity i just went yeah and they were like oh all right then (laughs) he just kind of left it at that like oh you've already done it never mind
0: <laughs> left it there bro and it I'm gonna compare I'm gonna compare this, the way he explains it to my grandma and it, it's gonna be so funny cause she was just so terrible at it Jesus Christ but yeah my grandpa was just like have you lost virginity yet I said no I didn't lose it yet he's like well great you know when you lose virginity you know lose it to someone you love and and if that doesn't you know if you don't marry that woman then just only have sex with people that you that you truly love you know and I was just like, all right, dope. And he was like, you know what? Because never, I've never brought girls home. So he was like, he was like, how do you explain it? He said, next time you see a pretty girl, just walk up to her and tell her you like her. Any girl you think is pretty, just walk up to her and tell her you like her. And I was just like, I don't think it works like that anymore, Grandpa. <laughs> and he, I found out. He might start running like, away. Exactly, that's when I found out that my grandpa lost his virginity at thirteen years old. <laughs> Jesus Christ! But granted, my grandpa was born nineteen twenty, so he, he. I remember he told me. I'll never forget him. He was telling me. He said it was some girl. It was, I can't remember where he met the girl, but he he had it was some girl that he knew for a long time, and they just. They were hanging out and he had his friend like watch. he like they like had sex in the woods because he lived in like louisiana so they're like he like told his friend to like watch for car or watch for people coming or something like that and they fucking, you <laughs> know did in the, the, the woods <laughs> and i'm just like wow this is it's a whole different time bro 1920s and he said after that he went up to, he went to her mom and told her, went up to her mom and told her what happened and said he wanted to marry her. Her mom was like, get the fuck away from here before I kill you. <laughs> like, what the <laughs> fuck? So it was just like... Oh, dear. Never saw that
1: girl ever again, I bet.
0: Oh, no, yeah. he No, he pursued her <laughs> for a long time, actually. I think her name was Annie. <laughs> I guess that's what's crazy. Like, he actually, like... But he, like, actually lived by, like, he's only... No, he ended up marrying that girl. What the heck? That's that's my uh. So I yeah, that was the that was the woman he married before my grandma. Her name was Annie. Cause he only he's only had sex with three women his whole life, which is wild to me. Cause I said grandpa, what he said it was the woman that he married, Annie. And then he said after after him and his wife had had faltered, she had um. He had like he was like messing with some woman that lived in Vegas, and he wasn't. He said he wasn't really feeling her, but he did it. He said that's when he he realized that he would only have sex with people that he loved because he said it plagued his mind after that. Like you know, oh man, I had sex with this woman and she has kids and I left her by herself. Oh wow, blah, wow. all this stuff. And then my grandpa, then my my grandma. So it's like, wow, what a life. A woman in Vegas. <laughs> But yeah, it's pretty. Uh, the point I was making was the point I was trying to make before I got a little sidetracked was that my grandpa, I feel like there's certain things you could talk to with what what your father that you just can't have the same conversation with your mom about. Because like when I talked to my grandpa about it, it was like more natural and he just like so he gave good advice. Oh, someone you love and this and that, whatever. My mom's advice is literally just make sure you wrap it up.
1: On the same thing, actually, you know, I say that so. Uh, my first tattoo, mm-hmm. for example my mum was like, oh my god, why did you get a tattoo? And my dad she's like, P- say something to him, tell him off, like, and he's just standing there like, I have all these tattoos myself, like, what the hell do you want me to say to him? <laughs> <laughs> you know? Um, and the same thing, like, I, I said uh, that I was smoking to my dad and he's like, oh yeah, good. I means like, I can pinch some cigarettes off you. You know, it's never like a negative thing.
0: Exactly. Which is, I think that's pretty dope. So, let me ask you now, what's a, what's a, do you? So I remember we I asked you, like you know, segue to this question is, do you find yourself after like experiencing life with a pop and stuff like that? Do you feel like you want to have a dad? I uh, what? Sorry, do you, I mean do you want to be a dad? I think I don't know. What I said be. Uh, no, not at the moment. Oh, I'm talking about in general. No. You never want to be a father. I don't know. I don't think so.
1: <laughs>
0: why and why not?
1: I said I uh, discuss. this. yeah. Um, I think I've even said to Dan before. I th- I said I don't think it would be right to bring a child into this into this world. Have you seen this world?
0: Yeah.
1: Um. Second of all you see these people like couples that go on holiday every year to some nice place yeah they ain't got kids other thing is i can barely look after myself you know if i didn't if i didn't have a a kettle and a microwave i'd probably be living off chocolate bars yeah and that's only so i can have microwave food and pot noodles so (laughs)
0: So let me, let me let me ask you something. On that you think I advantage? can't have a
1: child, right? And raise this child now? Nah.
0: Let me ask you something. Do you feel like Do you feel like when your dad had you that you improved his life?
1: Ah, uh, uh, you have to ask him that question. He'll probably tell you no. No. He says he's been nothing but a burden. That's what we tell you. <laughs> um. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I'm just like thinking. Say like, yeah. Like, as far as like respond, yeah, like. I feel like I get what you're saying as far as like, oh, I can't take care of myself. Like, but Cause like that same situation, I felt that way for my sister. she was having a she had a, I mean, I'm 24. So she, she turned 21 in August, but she had her baby at eight before she was 18. So 17, about to be 18. And I remember I was like, man, poor child. <laughs> You got You're gonna have a fucking. Right. Like, your, your mom's. Your mom's probably the most selfish person I've ever seen in my life.
1: The, the only thing is, I like, imagine you had a daughter, and then like, it was gonna be even worse. You got TikTok now, yeah. Imagine when your your kids 13, there's gonna be some even worse crap in there than TikTok. Mhm. And then what if you have some daughter that they're gonna have like end up on OnlyFans or something? Nah. Just take the whole idea out can't I mean, happen if you don't have a kid yeah
0: <laughs> you know, I don't, i'm not you know i really don't me personally because i'm gonna give you my answer short answer i do want to be a dad but i don't personally feel like things like that bother me or even cross my mind because a lot of those women that i know because i know personal people who know who do only fans they actually okay. have terrible childhoods like a lot of people who like actually have a pretty decent childhood can't be bothered with that idea of doing something like that so it is it is like a disposition thing yeah but i will say i do want to be a dad obviously i want it to be planned i think that's one thing i never wanted to be like oopsie daisy we're gonna do it i guess we gotta do it huh but Um, I think the reason I want to be a dad is just more like you said, obviously the on an animal level. It's like um, How do I say On a regular level On like an animal level I just want to spread my seed, you know, I want my I want my legacy to go on you know normal stuff, but also like I do wanna I do wanna adopt too like i i I think i have really just i want to be i want to leave an impact like you know leave an impact on the world you know know, the world is so so shitty but you also think about it the world's shitty and the only people who are having kids are the shitty people (laughs) so the world's gonna be even more shitty (laughs) so i'm like i guess the only way to like counteract that will just to be like you know put put out positive energy and vibes and then also create kids and obviously make them do the same or let them do the same, you know, be a positive impact on the world. Because like I said, I think about some of the people who like have the worst ideologies. Those are the same people who have multiple kids, and I just trip out because I'm like, damn, wait, hold on, they're outnumbering me. <laughs> they're they're <laughs> fucking multiplying. We need, more,
1: we need more smart kids. Go yeah. go.
0: Yeah, for real. Because like, it trips me out. So like. But I've also just enjoyed the idea of being a dad. Like, even though I didn't have one, I always wanted to. be Like, I remember I dated. I feel like you're doing...
1: trying. Go ahead. You're trying to you're trying to write like your Tinder profile or something. You yeah. know, come come meet me, love. We need to have a kid because otherwise it's going to be more bad kids.
0: I trust people have trying to have <laughs> kids with me. It doesn't work. <laughs> so like, yeah, you don't get tied down like that, dear. My last girlfriend I dated, um, when I was out of high school, she was like. You're gonna have my kid right and i was like no <laughs> <laughs> no we're 18 what the fuck <laughs> i'm not trying to be a teen dad I'm like talk about like i can't take care of myself bro. i live on my mom's house in the fucking in living room bro like what i'm gonna do with the kid <laughs> but yeah i just i wanted to have that conversation about you know because father's day was happening you know i think i want to get celebrated for father's day you know again shout out to the fathers like out there father's day Shout out to my man, o Ponce. I know he's the only dad that I know that that is that usually in the chat. Shout out to O'Ponce, holding it down, did the hard work for him and his family. And now he can reap the benefits. So that's dope. Did anything else you want to talk uh, about? Like, do you want to brush on this topic a little bit more? Anything you want to talk about or how you feel?
1: Um, uh, No, I think it's covered, covered that one. I can't really say anything apart from the same sort of stuff.
0: And they're right. So okay, so the next topic is This is one that this one I made just for surion Because he lives here, obviously. You know, so obviously, you know, I'm I'm an American, so I don't know what the fuck Brexit is. I get it, it's like it was like the the British exit. That's what I thought it was dead for like British exit. They're just trying to exit the UK. The, the European Union, I should say. That's what EU stands for, right? European Union, yes. Okay, perfect. So like, obviously, the UK split from the EU. And now that there's some time has passed, what's it been, what, how many years has it been? Hardly any. It's been like a, a year tops, if it's, that. Yeah. So now a year has passed. Um,
1: <sighs> it was. It was a long process. I know it was in 2016 in go. july mm-hmm. that we voted um to to leave on a national referendum uh, i also passed my driving lesson on the same day That's, That's how fun. i remember um but it didn't actually come in because there was lots of this negotiation all this kind of stuff mm-hmm. um I, I i really a little bit confused at the whole kind of thing and and actually what well, it was at the start um, I did vote to remain, uh, and so pretty much so did everybody. I know that's, that's the thing. I don't really know anybody <laughs> who wanted to leave. Um, there's lots of benefits to being in the EU, uh, you know, apart from being, I mean, we're still allied with the other countries, of course, but you know, just having that, uh, group mindset, you know, trading freely, um, being able to travel freely and live work retire anywhere in Europe Mm -hmm. um, this kind of thing and uh, you know lots of basic things like uh, there's lots of laws that go through uh, e-regulation which we'd be removed from so we'd have to rewrite laws about um, data protection and all these kind of things with the potential later on to hinder us even more but it's, it's something like 80 more years before all of the laws and legislations are going to be rewritten.
0: So um, you have a while before everything will be quote-unquote normal.
1: This is going to be going on for the rest of my life, I think, <laughs> um, to be honest with you. Um, the, the, the positives as such that were, that were put out there was um, £350 million a week uh, membership fee for being in the EU, uh, which was promised to go back to the NHS, which is our health service, yeah. which is like free. Mm-hmm. Um, well, there's no evidence that that ever happened. Um, the other thing is that uh, the money we were saving, we were already getting back anyway because we had so much funding from the EU for like farming and agriculture and stuff in areas of the UK where it's harder to grow stuff and they had loads of support. Mm-hmm. Um something like the four billion pounds it was worth or something like that you can't say 350 mil a week isn't worth the four billion they've given us with everything else yeah um straight away from me i saw an impact so my job is uh medical supplies yeah uh, so even if you take like corona out of the equation and just look at brexit immediately we're impacted because of um regulations at the border So normally we have free flowing stock coming in from Europe straight into the hospitals, I see a big impact, not from, not from what my company did. Everything we did was correct. We already trade to other countries. So we know what it's like to to trade where it's not in the EU, everything set up. Mm -hmm. It was problems with the carriers, not having the right paperwork prepared, not having the right information there, um, and confusion in border control as to what's supposed to be let through what's not so that was a big mess up Uh, you know I'm not talking about t-shirts being shipped I'm talking about medical equipment that stuff shouldn't be getting stopped anywhere for any reason Uh, yeah alone stopped in customs Um, so yeah that's a big thing there Um, there's also a problem with Ireland because um, Ireland are still in the EU but landlocked with northern ireland which is part of the uk which is not in the eu um i don't pretend to know all the information on it but there's lots of uh issues with that border anyway i could go into that something else but it's uh very tough now because they're landlocked and surrounded by the water separately to us they're putting like lots of trade injunctions in and stuff so we can't like trade things across the sea oh, wow. and everything because that counts as a european And they did this whole stuff, which we negotiated. Nobody was happy with it. Uh, It got submitted in Parliament. Everyone voted against it and said it was bad. And then we tried to kind of call bluff on the EU. And it came to, like, the day before. And then it was like, oh, yeah, great. We've got this new deal that we've worked on, which was just the deal before, but with less benefits to us like it was like a butchered version where we didn't even get half the things we wanted and we mm-hmm. just were like oh yeah we have to take this because it's this or nothing
0: yeah there's no other option
1: you know and i'm like great well that's fucking good isn't it um it's really hard for me as a young person i say young person ish ish. um because you try and look for a future and i, I you know i can't see one because there's lots of big companies industries that have um european operations and things here mm. there's uh all just decided that they want to uproot and move their companies to operate from germany or operate from france or somewhere else where they're not going to have all these problems um the value of the pound's gone down so my money's not worth what it is um again this is all taking coronavirus out of the equation um, it depends which way you look at it. Property, mm-hmm. uh, borrow rates are good. So I guess that's one positive thing is pe- people who aren't on the property ladder have better opportunity to get on there. Now don't get me wrong in our area. It's absolutely crazy anyway, but yeah. it's better than it was. Yeah. Um, for me, somebody, I already own my property. I'm actually not seeing any, anything good here. Cause I'm losing value. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah for me I, as I say I can keep going on and on but I, I think it's been for the worse um, absolutely
0: so do you feel like cause that's like I said that's some stuff obviously I never obviously someone who doesn't live there and never, never been through something like that I never thought about the different like um, nuance especially like we say like customs of couriers going past the border cause obviously like our borders are all the our border is the only border we can drive past is mexico but we have a deal with mexico where we can drive but it's still a, a it's still a, a a process so i never thought about like wow just to drive across the border you have to have paperwork and like you said put in medical supplies and customs is like what are you doing but
1: the other consideration for me hand, is mm-hmm. um people said about the coronavirus pandemic and countries doing certain things and shutting borders and doing this, that, and the other. Yeah. And everyone says New Zealand is a really great job. Um, but for them and versus to us, we're not even self-sustainable. If if we completely closed our borders, everyone eventually would starve because we we can't feed ourselves. Yeah. So we are dependent on, on that, the trade. Why take away, you know, it's like they're saying, don't bite the hand that feeds. Why would you... Just purposely stick a spanner in there. I want to leave the EU where you get all of your stuff from freely,
0: and that I, I, um, I, I think that's the hard part for me because I, 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 mean, I will probably have to do some more research, but I didn't understand the, the reasoning for wanting to leave the EU. It's
1: right for me, I, I think it was very um, misconstrued in the media. But one of the big things was this 350 million pounds a week to our NHS, which I mentioned, um, which was a lie great basically <laughs> um and the other thing i think is um it, it annoys me actually but uh, there's a lot of racist people in this country and uh specifically i find towards muslim people um oh, I see. and at the which is ridiculous anyway but there was some article as an example is after we voted to leave the eu pe- people uh spitting at some girl on a bus because she had a hijab and i'm like are you dumb because she's not even from europe like it's nothing to do with with her there's like yeah it's you know and people just looked at it as oh we can take back control of our borders and we can we can kick all these immigrants out and stuff and i'm like that's what you're talking about these people are doing a lot of jobs that you wouldn't do for a lot less money than you'd be happy to do it for Uh, without even taking like loads of different culture into it and everything else that comes with that but um just yeah just idiots and people just being manipulated i think
0: makes sense. i think it wasn't made
1: it wasn't made clear as to this is the pros this is the cons do you want to yes or no it was all let's leave let's leave let's leave we get money for nhs we control our borders actually we don't because if we're in the eu we have we can so get this we we're in the eu we can put our police in france right because we're allowed to police that because we're in the eu so we put them on the border of france and stop them even getting in the water to come over right but now we're not allowed our police in france because we're not in the eu so we can only have our police on the borders in the uk so it's like by time if you are if you are even talking about illegal immigration which is so minor anyway and I mean, if somebody's risking their life traveling on a boat, you don't want to just kick them out anyway. But yeah. anyway, that's like um, it makes it even harder for them to combat that because if you're going to stop them, they're already here. Yeah, they're just—they're not, you know,
0: driving. They're driving so, now. <laughs> just
1: makes it makes it even more hard, more difficult. Um, but one one thing we have seen, there's been lots of people from Europe were living here. They moved home. They don't want to come here and work here. They'll go and want to work somewhere else because they'll get paid better and they're much more appreciated.
0: And that's what I was going to ask Germany, you. In
1: Germany, for example.
0: Do you feel like now looking on it, I mean, granted, like you say, you don't have an idea of what your future holds and no one really does. Cause like I said, we're all young men. But do you, have, do you feel like you would move or you feel like, especially because you have property, so it might be a little different question for you. Do you feel like you would move and leave or do you feel like you are gonna stay there and see if it gets better? Like, how do you how do you plan on dealing with that situation?
1: Um, yeah, quite quite a loaded question. Um, <laughs> I would say I'd probably leave. I'd, I'd be happy to because, uh, you know, okay, I'm from here, I live here, but apart from that, it's not really. I don't know. I feel like there'll be something better out there. But then at the same time, I argue and think there's probably a lot worse off places. People have nothing close to what I have or half the rights, Yeah. you know, um, you'd think there'd be somewhere better. I'm not, I'm not sure. I look at the U S for example and say, you know, I don't like this country, the politics and what's happening here, but they could say the same thing about the U S.
0: Yeah. That's what I was saying about, as far as yeah. like listening to, yeah. but you talk about Brexit. I'm like, you know, me, I'm like that low key emulates, America In the slightest form obviously Where it's like It's like okay uh, Under President Obama We got free health care And these different things And it's like the next president is like Nah Nah It just shoot yourself in the foot Yeah Yeah so it's like I just think about I think about things like that And Cause I, I I thought to myself personally Like do I wanna leave You know First you First you gotta leave California It's like do I plan on leaving California and if I leave California, I'm gonna stay in the U.S. or do I want to leave America as a whole? So I was just—that's why I was just gonna—I was asking you like, like truly. I know you said it's a loaded question, but like I mean, like the honest truth. Like, do you feel like you're just gonna thug it out? Especially like you said, it's a little bit different. Like I don't have property here, so for me, it's like I have no burden that's keeping me here other than my family. For you, I mean, you have your family as well, but then you also actually own property, so it's a different it's a different kind of anchor as well
1: um it's still an asset though i could still sell it to get something somewhere else yeah um but now i mean right now i'd have to stay because uh coronavirus can't really go anywhere that's real um the other thing is uh that going to another country requires things like jobs lined up um you know, someone to live, possibly someone to vouch you. A um, potential needing to know another a language or something, depending on which country.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, it's not it's not just a decision that can be made in five minutes. That's a that's a long time planning.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, something. yeah, I was just, I was just wondering, like I said, hearing the situation, it's like man, because like I said, I hear a lot of negatives, but I don't really hear any many, very many positives about Brexit. So that's why I was I was more looking you know
1: that's the thing There,
0: there isn't really any <laughs>
1: <It's not. laughs> um, I get it one example I like to say I don't know if Dan's here for example but there's a chain of um, pubs and it's like the cheapest one but people don't like it anyway because of the, the way they do it they can afford to mass because they buy it everything in mass alcohol they just can sell it for cheaper right Um uh he was very pro brexit and saying like we should um have all of our employees from the uk uh like we can keep everything in country we can make our prices cheaper all of this kind of stuff um and then came coronavirus and we had <laughs> lots of people lots of people who are from uh the eu or migrants went home because they nobody really knew what was happening with that and what to do yeah. um So they've gone home, the pubs closed. Now the pubs, uh, they had this kind of uh, scheme for people who were out of work because of coronavirus, like called furlough, and they would just pay them like Mm -hmm. 80% of their salary even though they weren't working. And he refused it for his company and said, if they want to get paid, why don't they go and work a meaningful job in a supermarket or something? Wow. So imagine saying that about all your staff. So obviously loads of the staff are like Bun that nah, I'm gonna leave though somewhere else yeah. I can't afford not to And then now the pubs are opening up again and he's complaining that there's nobody to work for him and that we need to get migrants to come in from the EU to work there. That's tight. So I'm just like well wow, <laughs> that's funny. This is what you wanted. You got it. Yeah.
0: You get the. This is what you asked for. Well, so to to segue from this EU talk then to the pandemic, I know obviously the way the way you guys have been handling the pandemic versus the way us in the US have been handling the pandemic has been vastly different. (laughs) And I want to I wanted to try to keep it on a positive light, you know. Through the pandemic, what have you learned? Like either. Like what have you learned just in general like about people you could say about fuck who knows about what have you learned about people what have you learned about the world what have you learned just maybe you might have learned something actually in pa- in in quarantine you might have just actually took lessons or something like what are, what are some of the what are some of the positives you feel like have came out of the pandemic for you this is a funny thing so uh somebody put somewhere
1: uh, some discord somewhere I can't remember actually but they said "Oh, just a heads up somebody asked me in my interview today uh how I've used self-isolation to improve on myself and I was like oh shit I've just used self-isolation to sit at home and bath around and do fuck all <laughs> um I, <laughs> I I think uh we can we can take a couple of positives, a couple of negatives pos- like from this Mm -hmm. Um, The good thing is, you you know, you can see some sort of an effect of globalization. Eventually, anyway, uh, most of the people did shut down. Everyone took quick action as needed for something that was relatively unknown. Uh, You know, initially, I think everyone was on board with it. Everyone locked down as they needed. Um, There was quite a good i'd say unity between everybody uh every thursday they had a thing with clap outside uh clap for for carers and clap for nhs so Mm. to kind of thank the the um staff that were working through right uh and that was something that was really great because it was planned for everybody in the whole country to all do at the same time and everyone went outside the front of their house and clapped and hit pots and pans and stuff yeah that was really good because it was like, even if you forgot it, you would know it was happening because you'd hear it. Yeah. And something like that was really great because millions of people were doing it at the same time. Uh, and it comes there. But And, and I think, unfortunately, again, uh, the politics in this country is, is not doing good at the moment. Um, I think with the handling of it, how they've pushed things back, keep opening and closing, saying you can do things this day and actually now you can't. I think the uh, government has not got very uh, good um, public following, let's say now. Nah, I can't think of the right term for it. But people people don't want to listen anymore because there's just been too many instances of somebody doing something they shouldn't have done or somebody backhanding somebody else some contract uh-huh. or, uh, you know, going on the TV in crocodile tears. And it's like, Nah. People have, people have got their head screwed on and they're just starting to clock things. Um, you know, I think once everybody knows everyone's had a vaccine, they they can't really argue it because they've been selling it as this great thing. <laughs> get a vaccine and you'll not have any problems of coronavirus and get the vaccine and go back to normal. Uh, you know, at first, the only people that were affected by it were people over 50 and those who had health issues. And then as soon as we'd vaccinated all the people who were over 50 or had health issues, it was like, oh, it's, uh, yeah, it's really affecting people in their 20s now. Oh, everyone's going to have to stay inside some more. And it's like, what? how does that work? Yeah. And there's, there's just too many things. One very good example uh, I mentioned before. So at the moment, there's um, an international tournament in Europe for the football or the soccer as you might call it yeah uh and so england are playing teams all over europe belgium france germany all all in this championship um and one one of the footballers tested positive for coronavirus and two two england players that were near him on the pitch and had a photo where they had their arm around him have been made to self-isolate until Monday next week, so they can't play the match today. Mm -hmm. However, he was on the same bus, the same changing rooms, at the same training facility, and doing exactly the same thing with his own team, his teammates, his manager, for his club, but nobody in his club or his team got made to self-isolate even though he had a positive test. Nobody in his team had to, but two players for England, i.e. my team, (laughs) had to because of it. Because they played against him in a football game. And I'm like, "Uh, how does that make... How can you pick one person there that put their arm around the geezer for 30 seconds and and then the whole team that he's trained with for the past six weeks solid, everyone's fine there. They can go on doing their own business. It's tough because... It makes it look like they're just picking and choosing, or they're saying, uh, oh, look, these guys got caught because there's a photo of them. Let's just make them isolate." Yeah. It, it's like one rule for one person, one rule for another. Mm-hmm. Um, people don't know what's what anymore.
0: I see. I i I definitely, I definitely feel that because I know when we did the, we had the bubble. So I, I, I we. I guess they're yeah. trying. Like I said, they're trying to get sports back on as soon as possible. You know, because people were just having there's some people who really can't live without sports. So the bubble was their answer for basketball where they take select teams and they kept them in a contained space where only basically nobody could leave. And that's all the people who played. And it was a pretty good idea, but like I guess I, I, it was a different, it was a different kind of toll on a lot of the players. And even then yeah. there was still cases of like, there was a cases, like you said, people just doing things. They weren't supposed to like, they, they come to find out that you know the ball players were sleeping with the people who are testing and you know it's like sneaking uh, people in oh, yeah. and they snuck somebody in in a, in a suitcase it's like <laughs> it's like
1: <laughs> yeah it's like
0: you can't I mean it's like one of those things where it's like do you just let it happen or or what and I know especially like like you said I definitely feel you on the on the testing on the uh, not the testing the vaccine because the biggest, and nobody can refute this, the biggest thing they said when when the coronavirus first hit was that we need to make sure we're wary of the elderly people because they are the most susceptible people to the coronavirus. We all understood that that was the case. We're like, okay, make sure grandma stay at the house, this, that, and the third, the kids can go to school. And then they said, okay, you know what? We're lying. The kids need to leave school too. And it was like, why, what happened? And they're like, because everybody can get it. <laughs> so it was like, okay, we take, them, we take the take, kids out I, of school.
1: Yeah, no, I understand everyone could get it. There was never a dispute about that, but it was a dispute about people who were affected by it. And, you know, it, Exactly it kind of seemed like there was a lot of problems going on for them and they didn't know how to do things and just decide to pin it on young people and it's like oh yeah everyone who's spreading it is in a young thing and i'm like that's because you have the schools open yeah but uh, but the way that they portray it and say it's young people is people looking at me and blaming me and saying oh you keep going out and not listening to the
0: rules it's like it's nothing to do with me and that's what that's what has me cracking up i remember I remember I had I had a, a moment of pause Because someone told me that um, I've been following you Not following me but like I've seen your stuff as you post You haven't been in the house All quarantine. You're the reason why we can't You're the reason why we can't get rid of the The base of the pandemic is not over because of people like me And I'm like bro I stream five days a week I'm fucking in the house more than Probably most of the people who are out there like you're, the pictures of me leaving the house is literally me going to the next house. <laughs> it's like it's not. I like the people who are like keeping us in here are literally like the people who are like going to Miami, and the business, the businesses that are like refuse to shut down. Like where I live at, there's literally like literally the cops were in cahoots with the the people who live here. They're like, listen, you're not supposed to be sitting down, but we don't give a fuck because we think this is some cockamamie bullshit. And that's what uh, that's what's pretty funny to me about it. It's like, it's like <laughs> there was definitely a mass unity, which I really w- really admired about the about the world. It was like, man, everybody understands this is a pandemic. We need to handle this. We need to be this. But the only the 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 the, the splits were just in the times, you know. Like the people. I remember it was like people in uh, India. They were trying to like leave the house and stuff like that. The cops were like, "Nah," like they had like paddles and shit. Like, nah, stay in the house. But then there's other places like, "Nah, we're good. <laughs> we haven't had a case." And then their cases blow up, and they're like, "All right, we're not good. We're not good. Let me just let's just go back in the house." So I think that's the only disparity. But as far as like the positives, I think a major positive to me, um, at least that I've seen in my personal life was that in america there's a there's like a, a mad hustle culture it's not as bad as in california because a lot of people in california you know california is a beautiful place so you like to enjoy it you like, you like to enjoy it but for the most part in like in america there's like a lot of people just feel like all they need to do is work and work and work and work and work and, work, and somehow by 40 i'll be able to retire and i think <clears throat> through the pandemic a lot of people realize like oh shit i can't even survive like a month without being subsidized by the government let alone the last 40 years of my life <laughs> so i think a lot of people through that have have definitely made some changes in their lives i would hope
1: no absolutely i think people are uh r- realizing that uh there's a lot more to family values and the people around you rather than a possessional thing i find mm-hmm um you, you can see the the biggest thing for people in the pandemic is wanting to see other people mm-hmm. and connecting with others it's not about i'm um, like you said there's a lot of people can't go without sports i haven't even found that i haven't had anybody complaining football so it wasn't on at any point mm-hmm. um I, I think that's just purely about money and basketball it's just about money that's true. but um yeah one thing i have seen is people saying i can't wait to go and hug my grandma i can't wait to uh, go and see my nephew or something or other you know yeah yeah it makes sense that's the biggest thing and it does make you clock that the most important thing is other people right
0: yeah well definitely like i said i think a lot of people got cabin fever and like i said you being you're in the house by yourself like i said you you just want to like I say, even if you don't want to talk to people, everybody wants to be around somebody that's why like I always tra- cr- crack up about people who are like introverts. I don't need to see other people I'm like yeah, you do you just see them through a digital screen instead like <laughs> like just because you do it a different way doesn't you know doesn't change change what you need so I think that that to me is like I think about that too like I just I would never consider myself an introvert. I think I'm a lot more extroverted than I would like to be. But I definitely, I will say this. One of my biggest takeaways and positive pandemic is I realized how much I can get done without distractions. If that makes any sense? Like I can get, I got a lot of stuff done during during the peak of pandemic because there was no one asking me to go out and drink. There's nobody like all these different things, and I'm like, as much as I love doing those things, it's also you you know you realize got to be a balance, and I, I don't think I had a balance. Hey who's next mm-hmm. I don't think there was a um, a balance so I think that was pretty to me this thing about it, that's pretty that's pretty um like I said, that's that's a positive for me do you let me ask you now do you think this has changed people after this like do you think people are literally changed? um it's a difficult one only in time would tell, but just i guess the idea of like yeah. people close to you do you think their their viewpoints are might have changed
1: uh i mean i'd like to think so um i think through through the pandemic anyway and certainly even more online i've just found loads of great people uh loads of good people so I don't know if I would say it's made people good, but I think that at least for me, the the pandemic has exposed me to good people. Mm-hmm. So I guess that's that's kind of a positive I could take away.
0: Mm-hmm. Do you feel like Do you feel like when you go back out to normalcy, you will, um you'll go about the world differently, or do you think it will just go about the same way you did? Um. <laughs>
1: It's a hard one. I don't know what the word normal means anymore. Um, I don't think we'll ever have normal say as such.
0: I wonder if we're going back. To, I wonder if people... I know like right, technically right now we have a, a order where you don't have to wear a, a, a mask if you don't want to. But it's funny to see who wears a mask and who doesn't. Which in my head I always... I, I hate to be like that, but I already know the people who aren't going to wear a mask. So like, I see someone like you definitely look like you weren't going to wear a mask anyway. Like it like, <laughs> it's probably hard to get you to wear a mask when there was a, a, a mandate for it. But I said, let alone, I will say this though. I think something that I need to work on is not being triggered when I see someone not wearing a mask. I think that that's hard for me. Well, I guess I should say it depends on situations. Like, if you're in a liquor store without a mask on, that doesn't bother me as much as you're in a crowded place and you just feel like we're all going to come eight people deep without masks.
1: (laughs) So. I think there's always going to be those people that just don't want to listen, just do their own thing. I don't know. Just think that they don't need to abide by the rules. Yeah. They're just I mean even for me here at least the the law at least is still that we need to wear a mask indoors in shops mm-hmm. other places the only place you can kind of get away with it is outdoors somewhere mm-hmm. Um, kind of makes sense you know Um, but I, I just still just take a mask out with me as habits now like instead of taking your phone keys and wallet it's phone keys mask and wallet yeah you know that's it
0: I think my thing, too, is um, I remember I remember Will Smith talked about it a lot, too, because. And I hate to say I I don't like comparing it to the to the flu, because I think people when I say that people think I'm diminishing it, but I'm comparing it to the flu as in the way. it, it the way it works, it's like you catch it, you either get over it or you die. And then after that, you're more i wouldn't say immune but you're more apt to fight it the next time which is basically why we have a vaccine because you're more apt to fight it now um and i remember will smith talked about it because he was like there's not going to be a cure for coronavirus the reason we want to wear masks and keep people in the house is that for those people who do get it our healthcare system can take care of them and give them the the care they need because the problem is that we have so many people getting it that the hospitals can't take care of everybody and people are dying from this neglect less more than actually being taken care of. And I know when I was thinking about it through that lens, I said, okay, that makes a lot of sense why I think why I think things are gonna go. Obviously, I think people are still gonna wear a mask after the pandemic. But I understand things are will go back to normal. It's just it was just the fact that so many people were getting it, and there was no Way to treat it without, you know, they needed respirators and things like that. People who really got it bad, and we didn't have no medication that could take care of it. So it was like, there's no way to help you other than send you to the hospital, and our hospital system could take care of it. But I think with a little bit more grips with the vaccine and things like that now, those who have the vaccine, we understand they're gonna have minimal symptoms. They're still gonna have symptoms, but are gonna have minimal and a, a better recovery time. And those who don't, who aren't vaccinated, will then need the treatment they need to be taken care of we were supposed to have
1: a rule in the uk here no i'm not supposed to they said anyway that we would go uh into a, a state of uh no uh what's the word regulation on wearing a mask or social distancing or any of that stuff we'd everything couldn't open back to normal as of yesterday um however end of last week that got extended until the i want to say 20th of july by a whole another month Mm -hmm. but at that point there is when it's supposed to have been everyone's offered their first vaccine Mm -hmm. so i had mine for example yesterday Mm -hmm. i'm 26 even if they just give it to every adult the first one we should be done in four weeks time everyone's had one Yeah. And at that point, everybody's had at least one. Everybody that's at risk has had two. Everybody that's even close to being at risk has had two. Yeah. Therefore, for me, I understand that the vaccine is not going to mean that you don't get coronavirus. Yeah. But a vaccine should negate the effects of coronavirus to the point that you won't have the symptoms, or you'll have very little symptoms. Exactly. If every adult has been offered one. What are we doing? Including people like myself who is not someone who's majorly at risk. Why do I still have to stay at home? (laughs) Because all these people have have been vaccinated now. And this is the questions people are asking. It's like 70% of our population has had at least one vaccine or something. 80%. Mm -hmm. And the other other 20, 30% is school kids. They don't need it. You
0: know what's funny too? I'm, I'm, I'm looking at... Z- Sarah said something that stuck out to me. I was thinking about what if it gets worse now that the order is out. I think if that's... If that's... If you... Uh, so yeah, I think about it from, from this from this viewpoint. We can't wear masks. You can't make people wear masks forever. Like you can make that mandate, but people are getting to the point where there's like... Either going to be like, we're going to do it or we're not. And it looks like people slowly but surely just leaning towards... I don't want to wear a mask for the rest of my life. So... This point of not having masks is gonna come, so if it's gonna get worse through that, we're just delaying the inevitable. Whether that be to this year, 2025 2030 or something like that, like you're just delaying the inevitable because at one point we're all gonna to have to have no mask on and be exposed to this because, and even then, I'm, I was reading something about that. It's gonna be a, it's going to, It said it's gonna cause exposure therapy. Like people are gonna be exposed to it. And then, like I said, I hate to say it, but like on some darn and I'm like, some people just aren't going to make it. There's like young people who are like dying from it. And he said a lot of people were at risk. A lot of people who, from, from, at least in the U.S., they said a lot of people who passed away through coronavirus were already at risk for other health issues. So it was just like, coronavirus was like that last domino that like knocked them out.
1: Yeah, so like for me, somebody my age here at the moment, i have the same risk going outside of getting coronavirus being hospitalized and dying from it than i do of getting struck by lightning and i don't stay inside to hide away from being struck by lightning yeah it's, it's just again it just comes down to like you said in the hospitals they don't they don't care about me getting it they care yeah. about me getting it and giving it to 25 other
0: people exactly uh, DJx walked in. He said, "Did they say they're gonna stop masks? That would just be stupid." They so in my where I live at, there's already a no mask mandate. You don't have to wear a mask. Um, it's pretty that simple. People who work have to wear a mask. If I'm a worker, it is mandated that you wear a mask. So, so I'm a server, but though like if if you come into a restaurant with your family. You guys don't have to wear a mask while walking around or while sitting down, unless the business itself makes makes it a thing. But I like I said I was, it doesn't truly bother me because I it is like I said it only bothers me like if you're going to like a crazy place like like I said going to I don't know a concert not wearing a mask sounds stupid as fuck going to. A crowded area Like living in LA Not wearing a mask Sounds stupid as fuck Like don't get me wrong Where I live at 600,000 people But like We're still We're like a pretty uh, Sprawling city So there's never True Truly a lot of people In one area But even like Our restaurants Are small buildings So we do get pretty packed I think it's funny When people come in With no mask And they get upset When we ask them To step outside It's like Can you step outside Because there's a lot of people here, And there's like I don't, I don't get why you want to step outside like, bro, there's like 18 people in this fucking 20, 250 square foot fucking area. Like not even that, like fucking the size of like my desk. is like eight people standing there. It's like, bro, you guys, somebody has to walk outside, bro. <laughs> so I think that's where I get, that's where I get kind of, that's when I get upset. Cause like when you think about the people who are right minded, you're like, okay, I don't have to worry about the people. If they want to wear a mask or not, cause they'll, I think they'll understand when and when not they should wear a mask, but for the people who're like, I just don't want to wear a mask for no reason. Like, I just don't want to wear a mask because why I'm wearing a mask is unconstitutional. Those people are like, I'm like, oh my god, just jump off a freaking bridge.
1: Uh, yeah, <laughs> I don't want to wear it just because you told me I should.
0: Yeah, or like they had, um, they said you had to wear a mask, so people were getting like lace, which obviously lace doesn't have anything. It's just fucking mesh. They're wearing like mesh mask and I'm like, that's like the dumbest shit. Like, you took the time to make a mesh mask. Like, what? It's a mask, and it's like, it's like, come on, man. It's people like you that are just fucking making this harder for you everybody else. Just wearing
1: an actual mask
0: at that point, for fuck's sake. That's my thing. Just wearing a mask. <laughs> Dinosaurs said, our government has put us under so much pressure here. Their original idea was herd immunity. What the fuck is herd immunity?
1: Basically, herd immunity, we can't be done by it because everyone's already had coronavirus and so it won't hurt us anymore. So oh. they were just going to lay a riot on everybody. Oh, so like they, like, like, like they do the oh, flu? Oh yeah, everyone who's left had it, so they'll be fine. So like the
0: flu? Yeah. Or like smallpox? Yeah. That's dope. I mean, it, sound, it technically it works because all the people who, who did, who weren't immune, died. <laughs> so it's like, oh, the only the strongest survive. Arguably, yes.
1: Uh, but <laughs> it's put a crazy, crazy amount of, uh, like Dan said, pressure. Pressure on, on NHS and the workers there for no reason. And yeah, uh, who's there to make the decision to say, let's let it run ravaged between everybody and just wipe... A couple million people
0: out, yeah, yeah. That's 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 not not a smart idea. It's not a smart idea at all. Especially like, especially I don't think people think about it from the aspect of like, that could be your grandma that gets it. Your grandma went to the grocery, and like I said, she never, she doesn't go anywhere, and she gets coronavirus from fucking cashier who doesn't believe in wearing a mask. That shit's that's the shit I think about. Like, damn, that's why that's why I wear a mask. Like, what if I give it to somebody? like i remember it was a I remember it was a it was a girl who came into our restaurant oh it was a, a lady she came to a restaurant she always came with her husband she didn't have her husband with her this time so i'm like you know where's your husband blah, blah blah oh yeah he's in the hospital fighting coronavirus um we both got it but he got the severe case of it so he's he's currently fighting for his life in the hospital and i was like jesus and then To add, like, you know, fuel on top of the fire, she's like, My granddaughter's taking it the most to heart because she's the one who gave it to us. And I was just like, Fuck. (laughs) You feel guilty, right? Yeah, no. Yeah, it's like. You think, oh, shit, I come here giving somebody something they could die. Yeah. So they said her grand, the the husband ended up dying too. So I'm like, I hope that granddaughter is, like, okay, because, man. Don't yes. learn then, then
1: you can't be helped. There, can you?
0: Exactly. So it's like, but like I, said, I, th- I just think to then state to state to stay i want to stay, gonna stay on the positive. I think a lot of people have taken a lot more accountability with the pandemic. Granted, what the media shows, I know a lot of more people are actually trying to take accountability. Sometimes, not in the best manner. Like in in San in a Sandy in Seattle there was people trying to beat up a guy cause he didn't want to wear a mask in the store. It's so like, obviously I don't want that kind of accountability, but I do like that. People are like, okay, let's, that's dope. We're going to, um, you know, take, we're going to take it into our own hands. Like, Hey, these, these different things that need to be done. Obviously we don't want anarchy though, but I feel like we're probably, uh, beating this topic to death, huh? Um,
1: Well yeah the topic was what are some positives I don't think we've got any so far
0: (laughs) Well we talked about the positive Mask sales are at an all time high You (laughs) are right Like I said I think I think this would be for the better of people 100% Upon said I want people to act like Let me see let me pull it up Make it easier for everybody I want people to act like that if an old Asian lady Is getting beat up That makes sense You don't want yeah. Yeah The positive for me Has been self-reflection Nice Ability to learn about myself And be less of a dick Because of past trauma and shit See that's what I said I think accountability Is the biggest positive A lot of people Like I said you, A lot of people Hasn't taken the time To sit with themselves I mean granted I write, I write in a journal So I always sit with myself And think But I don't think a lot of people Have ever really just Genuinely sat there And been like like what do you like to even do <laughs> You go drinking every weekend And then you find out like I don't even like to taste alcohol It's like the feeling of being drunk <laughs> But Let me I'm going to ask you a question Then I'm going to change something different I I talked about this a little bit with um With Viva But I want to ask you your opinion on it there's a new, there's a new, um, FDA, FDA approved medicine. I think it's called Wag- waggery or what I think it's called weggery or something like that. And basically it's a pill that regulates appetite. It allows you to regulate your appetite and helps people who have, um, helps people lose weight basically. And I wanted to get your idea on how do you feel about a product like that being, being able to be bought over-the-counter, FDA approved.
1: For um, so you guys, it's a little bit different to us. Um, I don't know specifically for the FDA. Uh, what, what are you talking about in terms of, do I think that's fair?
0: Not fair. It's, uh, how do you feel like about it? allowed? not allowed. So FDA approved basically means it could be sold, it could be sold on open market. Anybody can buy it if they want to buy the product. So... I was wondering, I was going to say, like, what's your thoughts on, like, a product being, how do you feel about the idea of that there's a product that people can buy where it can regulate their appetite? It's a horn, it basically, it lets off a hormone that regulates appetite and. Yeah, why not?
1: What, what, how is that any different to any of the other medication that we have that people sell or prescribe? Yeah. Yeah. You give you'll prescribe somebody something to stop them having thoughts in their mind about something or you'll you'll give somebody a medicine so that some tingle in their leg stops. Why why is that any different?
0: I don't know. I guess I guess to me this is one of those things where it's different, like if you're trying to stop pain or something that's actually affecting you, but stopping something like hunger just kinda I don't know. Like I said, I don't know why it sounds weird to me, it just sounds obviously it sounds different.
1: Uh, how does that actually work though does it just make you not hungry or because you still need to
0: eat something surely it suppresses appetite so uh there's a uh there's a pill for people who have add it's um uh, adderall adderall also suppresses appetite so yeah, but you, you
1: suppress appetite right but mm-hmm. you still need to eat something your body won't have any
0: energy yeah I mean, you still have to eat, obviously, but it's one of those things where, like I said, you just won't have the urge to eat. Kind of like, you know, how marijuana gives you the urge to eat, even though you're not hungry. It's the opposite. Like, imagine if you just like, I know I should eat, but I'm not going to because I don't. You basically kind of got to force yourself at that point to eat. And that's that's the kind of thing they're trying to do, because I guess, like I said, a lot of people, especially like I said, some people who are overweight. I guess that that can give them some benefit if you feel like you just really you just eat for no reason. I know sometimes when I'm bored I'll eat some bullshit, but like like we talked about before. Yeah, there's
1: that thing in there. Everyone just keeps walking to the same fridge and opening it, and there's like nothing new inside. Yeah. Just looking
0: <laughs> <forward>. <laughs> but it was just I don't know. This is I guess, and it's one of those things where like it's one of those things too. It's like one of those. It's not a solution. I kind of I kind of always don't like have big solutions that makes any sense so like example i don't take I, I usually stray away from taking medicine for like little things like obviously like if you're fucking dying obviously but like if i have a headache instead of taking an aspirin to me it's like okay why do you have a headache oh i haven't drank any fucking water today that maybe that's why or maybe because i've been sitting in front of my monitors for eight hours maybe that's why my head's hurting. Like. No, things like that some people just pop a excedrin or Ad or add a roll a fucking um advil or tylenol and like okay we're back to what we're, we're doing that's probably destroying my body instead of like you know doing things and that's that's where i kind of like think about this is like instead of making the habit of, of eating less you're gonna take a pill that suppresses appetite but they've already shown that if you stop taking it, you'll immediately gain all the weight that you lost because your appetite will go back to what it what it was before.
1: Yeah, yeah, I swear, like uh I point said, I mean, not speed, but like it has been FDA approved. I've seen not the regulations for pharmaceutical, but I've seen some of the regulations for the medical technology and it's crazy. Like it's not easy to get something approved. has to have so many regulations in place it has to meet so many things um one thing that did stand out to me is um the regulations that you have in the u.s are different to the ones here and they're actually a lot lighter in the u.s than they are in europe it's much harder to get something approved in europe than the u.s um I i don't know what that what the conclusion of that is, but uh you know i don't I haven't seen anything like that here, I don't know if that's something that we'll have
0: yeah well i just i like I, said, I just wanted to get your thoughts on it I know um I can say from the history of u s once sometimes will f d a approve something and based on application they rev- remove it so like there was um i don't know if anybody is a big fan of like i i doubt anybody's a big fan of like bodybuilding or even like Things of that vein, but there was a, there was a, a, a drug that was FDA approved, maybe what, 2016, I can't remember the name of it, but basically it's the same medicine they give to people to burn victims. When they get extremely burned and their body goes into recovery, they give them this, they give them this, uh, drug that, uh, prevents atrophy, atrophy or dystrophy, can't remember which one it is, but whatever the one that, you know, the breakdown of muscles, yeah, they, it prevents that from happening it like it literally prevents your body from doing it, so because they're obviously they're not eating and they can't you know they're fucking they're fucked up uh yeah and, yeah they they f d a approved it to be sold in supplement stores, so there was a lot of people who were like exercising who would like fast like. and work out that's the hard that's the that's the that's the, that's the part with uh, working out that's the tough is when you work out and you're losing weight, you also lose muscle. So by taking that, they could fast and work out hard and actually retain their muscle while still losing the fat. But obviously, that's dangerous because like that's not what your body's... <laughs> that's not what you're supposed to do. So they end up removing it. They end up uh, banning it. So it's like one of those things like, I, is this same thing going to happen to this? Is this going to come out and realize, realize people are going to realize, like, okay, I can literally just fast by taking this and lose all this weight. I think it's,
1: it's difficult, um, to say because, yeah, people can be wrong. Uh, first off, Uh, at the same time, it's, it's difficult because there's loads of things that can do harm to you, even just normal food. If you eat the wrong food with the right allergy or
0: peanuts, uh, my worst
1: enemy. Yeah, for example, peanuts. One thing that's really strange that humans have is milk from a cow. No other species drinks any other species' milk except us. We drink cows' milk, and most people are, to an extent, actually lactose intolerant because we're not supposed to drink it. 10 out of 10. Some people are just more than others. Um, it, you know, if I go everywhere trying to avoid every tiny thing that might, you know, cause me some harm or do something, then I, I'm not. I just need to not take anything and cover myself in pillows and walk around with that and oh, hope yeah. that I don't get hit you have to uh i think take risks arguably someone could say you don't get the the pro without the con right
0: yeah that's true
1: uh mm-hmm. some someone i know is uh, they take for example uh four different medications every week for like joint and something uh, joints and something else and all this other stuff but because they take all these other medications that have a side effect of uh depression he has to take an anti-depression with it just to negate the side effects of the other medication
0: yeah and that's what i'm talking about when i say like i don't like medication throws me off because like the benefit is never pure benefit (laughs) it always comes with like a caveat and like that's the thing where it's like one of the things like there's a caveat outweigh like you know you see those i don't know if you guys have those commercials there but they have the commercials here where it's like take this pill and it will prevent hiv and then it's like the big, long fucking paragraph of may also. Um, yeah, <laughs> yeah and it's like... I've,
1: I've seen them. Yeah, they're terrible. And it's like, oh, yeah, side effects may include. And it's just like a list of every possible side effect that's ever been known. Yeah, exactly. Like 200 miles an hour. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we don't we don't have those because here a lot of the time, um, if you have something that's on a medical basis, you get it prescribed to some uh, by a doctor and then you just have to pay a set rate regardless of what the medication is.
0: Well yeah that's how that medicine works. It it's just it's advertised. So like you had to ask your doctor to get it. You can't just get it yourself. Excuse me. But, oh you're good. But yeah it's pretty uh that's commercial always cracking me up but it's just pretty it was pretty something to think about like I said my grandma she has a she has a big old stack of pills that she has to take. And I always trip out because I asked her when I was like, What do you take all these pills for? She's like, Well, this one does this, but because it does this, I take this one because my my blood pressure goes down and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, What the? Yeah. F-? This sounds like you just need to get healthy. <laughs> the fuck? is like, yeah. for one for medicine, or something. Yeah. just like I was learning about diabetes, and it's like people who are diabetic can take medicine for it. Or they can make themselves insulin, uh, uh, not resist, not resistant. What's the other word? What's the word you use when you're like ins- insulin sensitive? So they can, they, so they will be. Um, obviously, won't cure. It won't cure it, but it will. be You'll be. Um. Wait, what? But uh, it will be like. Um. How do you say? How do you say? How do you say?
1: and improve.
0: Yeah, it's like it's it makes you sensitive. So you're basically when you when you do take when you do get sugar, it will spike it. You know, because uh, I guess another word you could use is insulin resistance. Resistance is when you take sugar and your body doesn't react to it. But sensitive means it overreacts to it. So with people with diabetes, it means their their insulin is not reacting the way it's supposed to. So insulin sensitivity is like. A possible possible solution you know this is the way to think about
1: yeah. it yeah No, there's lots of different things um, uh, uh, there's also a lot of solutions that don't involve taking medicine for the rest of your life um, I think people look past them because generally things cost a bit more um, they tend to do them as like a last last ditch attempt to get rid of something if it's not working so I look the company I work for is, is medical technology so we don't have pharmaceutical we don't have pills it's gonna be something that's more a long-lasting thing oh yeah um, telling me. yeah so for example you can have something I don't, I'm just gonna throw numbers here you keep taking this medicine that costs uh, 300 pounds a year for a patient and the way that they budget looks at everything on a yearly basis so they only cost them 300 pound a year but if I give this person uh some operation and put this thing in them, it costs four thousand pounds. But they never ever come back with that problem ever again. That's cheaper in the long run, and it's more beneficial for that person. But because of costings, budgeting, and everything else, it's easier just to chuck them on a on a pharmaceutical yeah. tablet, the three hundred a year.
0: Yeah, because it doesn't. It, they don't see it. They don't have to see that four thousand up front. Yeah. Same thing with a loan, I guess. Oh, would you rather pay, you know, $10,000 now or $500 a month for five years? It's like, well, I can do $500 a month. But then it's like, yeah. after after five years, you found out you paid $25,000. <laughs> it's like, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> but guys, I think we're going to end it here. It's been a pretty good pod. I don't know how you feel about Serena. How'd you feel?
1: Uh, yeah, that's right. I was maybe like worried a bit beforehand, but I think once a minute, I just chatting, it's not any different, is it really? Yeah, just talk away like normally,
0: exactly. This is a good conversation, nice banter. We got the help of the chat. Shout out to Dinosaur Ponce, uh, Viva Red. Everybody was in the chat, Sarah, um, TTV, legendary. Appreciate you guys. Also, big shout out to um, who, who'd have to follow? It was Elon Musk underscore one trying for the follow pants for the for the uh sub pretty dope hope you guys enjoyed it um i think i'll next week we'll do this again on tuesday so if you're looking out for another podcast it won't be till next tuesday if you're looking for this vod i'm leaving it up on twitch for 24 hours but then i'm gonna be uploading it on uh youtube um and probably maybe cutting clips out as it depends on me i'm kind of lazy so probably not <laughs> i will probably put the full thing up there and cut clips later. <laughs> but dependent. Um, and tomorrow I'll be back playing per usual. He's loving the setup for this as usual as well. Appreciate you for that, dinosaur. Appreciate you. But again, I'm your boy Woozy, aka the Vibe Coordinator. We're hanging out with my man Surian. I don't know. Do you have a nickname, Surian? Um,
1: well, I wouldn't say that even a nickname, like right? Sioux short for Syrian T S U. Otherwise Syrian. You know the Sioux.
0: <laughs> yeah, the Sioux. Syrian the Sioux. We're heading it's out. It's like a better
1: version of a better version of Karen.
0: Oh, Karen. Sheesh. The UK mod, exactly. The UK mod. Syrian the UK mod. Top tier. Catch you guys later. I'm heading out. Yeah, peace guys, see ya.